Welcome in, everyone, to another edition of the Equally Responsible Opinion Show. Two niggas on the couch. <laughs> Curtis Sheehan here with you. To my left, as always, is Mr. You always Victor. say per usual, not as always. Just saying. Do I really? Yeah, you do. Per usual? Per usual. You know what? Because it's not as always. Because as yeah, you said, yeah. whenever we have a guest, yeah. Well, yeah, it's not you. I think it's one sitting in my seat. Hey. We gotta get you got we, the most comfortable. <laughs> we gotta get a bigger couch. Yeah. Uh, Victor Greenwood to my left and to my right, uh, Kevin Figures. Yes, sir. Coming back. Always love when the three of us can get together. Uh, but coming up, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got some more Spirit Airline shenanigans. We got a uh, son suing his parents for his porn collection. Disgusting. And we got to talk about that new Kanye West album. But first up. Uh, the biggest news out of the sports world, Cam Newton. Oh, Cam. Cam. Cam Newton cut mm-hmm. by the Patriots. Not even traded. Cut. Cut loose. Not even, they didn't make the team. It Bye. smells like racism. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get to that, Cam Newton cut by the Patriots. Rookie Mac Jones is going to start. So, Victor, I'll let, you, I'll let you kick us off here. No pun intended. I'll let you kick us off. What do you think happens? <laughs> what, do you think, what do you think happens with Cam? And uh, Honestly, like... Someone said it best, like, even though Cam obviously is a shell of himself, but it's like, clearly Cam is also, he's not vaccinated, which is his personal choice, because he missed, what, two times last season? Over, he did, over, he could not compete because of compete a because misunderstanding. Of he missed of a, a week of practice with the Patriots, which was big when you're competing for the starting job. that's what job. someone was saying, is like, I think Belichick thought about it, and he's like, you know what, he's not vaccinated, and what if he, what if he missed him? What if right. he... What if we're rolling? What if we're, what if we're like, five and one, mm-hmm. and then we missed him for two weeks, and we had to throw in our, our QB1 who probably is vaccinated. He's probably like, right. like I want to win, coach, so I'm going to get vaccinated. And I think that worked against him because he wasn't doing too bad. I think everybody's kind of okay. saying, like, he's number one. He's oh. number one it, until he loses it, which I think he, I think he was going to lose about week four, week five regardless. But then seeing the news, I was like, I saw on TV, I was like, why is Cam going somewhere else? I was like, oh, my God, they fucking traded him. And I was like, oh, they released him. I was yeah. like, like that's his – Clearly, whoever they, they're looking for, it ain't him. I think it's his complexion, personally. But <laughs> well, I mean, he but, had too much working against them already. Like coming off, you know, not playing that well last season. They got him a bunch of weapons. He had been okay in the preseason for a few games, but not spectacular. He and Mac Jones had probably played each other to be even to a certain much. degree. So if that, if that is the case, if all things were equal, if, to your point, Victor, I think is a good one from the COVID. Is like I can't afford. To have a guy that potentially may be lost for a week or two is exactly. too important. You know, the Vikings would have done that with Kirk Cousins two months ago, but they're paying him too much money. They can't eat it, so they have to keep him. They have to deal with him in his COVID situation. Exactly. The Patriots don't. They got a first-round pick in Mac Jones. He's looked all right. It's Bill Belichick. That defense will be back. I think they feel well enough with him in there. Like, we can compete regardless if Cam is in here or if uh, if Mac is in is Because I just imagine it like being like what it was like going into the week, week 16. It's like crucial game to win. Oh shit, Cam's missing it. Right, and they probably they, I, I I truly believe that weighed against them. Yeah, I don't know. A, and also as a business, that's a business move. I get it. Yeah, and I don't know of the players who were cut, and they're probably I'm sure somebody somewhere will do the research on this. How many of the players who were cut were either not vaccinated or uh, likely over, not overall, vaccinated? Yeah, you know, because I know there was talk from the Buffalo Bills when camp started. There was a divide because of what Cole Beasley said mm-hmm. for players who want to be vaccinated and those who don't. And then their general manager, you know, was asked, you know, would you cut a player if he's not vaccinated? And he essentially said yes. Then he had to backtrack off that. They was like, look, man, hey, we know it's true, but you can't say it. Right. So yeah, that's I mean, basically what happened. Like, so I do get think, why you want to do it, but no, you can't do that. So, I, so I, I do think a big factor as to why Cam was cut loose was because he wasn't vaccinated. So I guess, like, looking at the feature, 
we look at, okay, Bill Belichick, quarterback, Tom Brady. Boom. That's what everyone thinks of. Tom gets the last lap because they just won the Super Bowl down there in Tampa. So now the question is, who wins this? The Patriots and their future with Mac Jones? Or does Cam Newton, and then I'll ask you specifically, where do you think Cam Newton is by week one? I think he's still sitting at home, to be honest. I don't know if he's willing to sign up to be a backup somewhere now. I think... You know, you look at the Indianapolis situation. What's Carson Wentz's health status going to be? Because he just tested positive for COVID. Yeah, and amid also with the injury yep, situation his foot he's coming back from, there's going to be a quarterback at some point that's going to get hurt, and you're going to need reinforcements. Yeah. What happens with Ryan Fitzpatrick? He has familiarity with Ron Rivera already. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe if Fitzpatrick is thinking it up after a month, they say we'll bring Cam in and see what he can do. So I think the smartest thing for him, for his career, is to wait it out. And not just latch on. I saw there was a report that the Cowboys would be interested in bringing him That's, in as a backup. That was my thing, yeah. And it wouldn't be the worst fit um, backing up Dak uh, because there's question marks with Dak, too, and how healthy he's going to be to start the season. So I guess if there is a place to go, Dallas will make sense. But for me, if you're asking me if, if I'm a betting man, I don't think he's on a roster week one. Yeah. So let me ask you this then, Victor. Yeah. You have Mac Jones starting for New England. He went to Alabama, won a national championship uh-huh. with Alabama. You got Tua Tungabailoa. One national championship with Alabama down there in Miami. And then you got Jalen Hurts in Philly, who also played at Alabama, got pulled in the national championship game for Tua Tungabaloa. So out of those three, who do you think has the better career for Alabama quarterbacks? They were all there at the same time. Sure. Career? Better career. I think the boy out in New England. Mac Jones. Because I think what Belichick is, well, as long as Belichick is on the team, and Robert Kraft is clearly an owner that wants to win. And obviously, I think out of those three teams, their owner's most motivated to win for a reason to, to show, like, hey, we do it without Tom Brady. And I think for the next three, four, I think for the next three or four years, open checkbook. Yeah. You know? I think I think he's willing, like, you know what? We'll dip into the money. I want to get a ring without him soon. Like, not, not in 10 years, but, like, hopefully in the next three or four well, years. Well, New England already brought in a lot of offensive weapons because yeah, that's what people were saying that they were, like, like missing. Yeah. Organizationally, from a stability standpoint, it has to be Mac Jones with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. For the Dolphins are already sniffing around under Deshaun Watson. So, what does that tell you about how they feel about Tua Tagovailoa? That's a good question. And then Jalen Hurts is in a terrible situation in Philadelphia. He has no skilled position players to throw to outside of Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. The offensive line is terrible. He's a gimmicky player to begin with, as it is. He had he's play, played okay a couple of times down the stretch last year, but I don't have a lot of confidence in him. No. So. From a, it is not even about who the best individual talent is. I do think if everything could be honed in, I do like uh, Jalen Hurts. He's not the most refined thrower, but I think we've seen it with Josh Allen. We've seen it with Justin Herbert. You can improve overnight yeah. uh, nowadays in the NFL with the right coaching. I don't think that uh, he has that in Philadelphia, but I do think Mac Jones does. So I think he's the least athletically skilled of the three, but because of the structure he's in, in New England, he's, it's more conducive to uh, quicker success for him. Because I think it's funny you mentioned Bill Belichick with New England uh, to kind of put like a final nail in this Mac Jones story. I think I think Josh McDaniel, the offensive coordinator, is like a bigger thing to look at because during the preseason, Mac Jones was leaning more on him, where they were calling more play actions and more no huddle, hurry up, because that's the style he played in New England. And I do think it's interesting that you have Zach Wilson, who will probably start Week One for the Jets, definitely start. You have Josh Allen, who will start for the Bills. You have Mac Jones, who will start for the Patriots. And you'll have Tua Tagovailoa, who will probably start for the Dolphins. Yeah. So their average age, I believe, is like 26, which is the youngest quarterback core for any division mm-hmm. uh, since like 1973. Um, I think that's a great stat. I think it's a great stat because they're all under the age of 26. Yep. You know who wasn't under the age of 26? Who? 
those fake NFL <laughs> football, fake uh, high school, school football players Dude, from Bishop Sycamore. Yeah, so there was a high school that played a game against IMG Academy in football. They lost 58-0. to zero. The game was nationally broadcast on ESPN. Which is wild. Right, which is wild. And even wilder than that, it was their second game in three days. Should have been a red against flag. Against the rules. Against the rules. That should have been like a red flag there. Yeah. Then they lost 58-0. to zero. So, Victor, like, what are your thoughts on these grown-ass Listen, men when I playing read, high school so students? So, when I read this story, I thought at first, obviously, oh, it's just some fake story. Like, some whatever, some Twitter stuff that happens, right. like, funny. And then, as you read, you're like, oh, a fake high school. Like, what do you mean a fake high school? Like, what is, like, what you... What, what does that even mean? What's that, what's, what's that yeah. mean? Like, is the movie accepted right now? Like, <laughs> and then, like, you read the story, you're like... Oh, yeah, we can't find the players. We don't know who these people are. They're Juco fucking rejects. Oh, by the way, the coach has a warrant out for his arrest. That was the crazy part. That's what I was like, what? It's like like something out of a movie. Yeah, it is. Or an SNL skit. When I got to the point where it said the coach has a fraud case, I went back up and read this whole thing again. I was like, no, 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 no. This can't be real. Like, like someone on Twitter said, like, yo, this story gets wilder as you read it. It is. And then, it, and then you have ESPN trying to cover their asses, like, hey, like, hey. Because we don't, we don't, we don't, other company we don't book the company. We don't book these which, two teams. That's all y'all. Which is true. I can honestly see somebody else being a third-party sure. provider for them. Because, obviously, how do you know, because for high school, they have, how you know what teams approach? You have you have your powerhouse high schools like what you if do. you saw like Long Beach Poly, you'd be like, duh. Yeah, but like if who are in Alabama? Playing, duh. If you're yeah. playing some like weak team, like exactly. I don't know, I don't on TV. And but if somebody, if you're gonna be on the ESPN high school show, check somebody somewhere would have heard of them. Like also, from somewhere. they're too big not to have someone. Correct. That's, that's, the that's thing. what. Correct. That's you're, the you're, thing. you're too big of a company not to have right. somebody yeah. checking that for you. Yeah. Because even hearing the announcers talk, like. Oh, we don't have his cheat right here, but like, I don't know what number 54 is, but like. Number 54, they didn't have him on the roster, and he tore his ACL. A 35 year old man tore his ACL. <laughs> like, I get the high school team. And then, like, it, it, it was funnier hearing the announcers. Like, after a while, they're like, when it was like 50, when it was 50 no, they're like, this is this is dangerous. Like they were like they started yeah. like you you could tell they're like they were truly concerned for the kids that were on the field. I put that in quotes because they had no like, fucking idea. They're like, these kids weren't ready. Like what's going on? Like this is yeah. this is dangerous now. Like I was like, dude, how in the world? Like who dropped the ball on this one? Like somebody too many fired. people. There's t- there should be too many checks and balances for for this to fall through the cracks and get this bad. Like the school, yeah. like doesn't don't don't schools check their rosters? Like it, you would think. Like in like, big time big big time high school football programs have legitimate like websites. I'm not talking about like a fake website you can just create. I'm talking about like no legitimate. I think when they looked up the address for it's like, it's the like school, a it's a blog post, yeah. basically. And then it's they, like an online school or something like that. Then they went to like the the address, and it was like a duplex somewhere <laughs> random. Everything about this is just bad, and there has to be a lawsuit coming. Yeah. Also, it has to be these big schools know their opponents, right? Yeah. Like as the, as the, as the opposing coach, so you were like. Oh, find this guy. First of all, a school as big as IMG has money. Yes. They have millions of dollars. Like, they're a fucking pro team, goddamn, pretty much. Like, with that kind of They are. Level. No, they are. And, like, yo, go get the scouts and go get out there. Give which, the video. Which I'm surprised IMG didn't say anything before the game. I was like, we got nothing on these guys. We know nothing about them. There's no film. Like, There's you guys no. Just gonna play some random team? Like, right. Because now you're putting your players at risk. Exactly. Playing some people we don't even know. Yeah. And again, IMG, you guys actually have players that are going to make it to the next level. Right. Whoever these, yeah. <laughs> whoever these replacement players are. 45 year old. <laughs> Yeah. out here trying to do his thing. He's out here drinking. You can't be drinking on the sideline. Uh, I'm 21. Yes, I can. Smoking <laughs> cigs and stuff. Like, what is, like, 
this that, that is one of the wildest things I've ever seen. In my this life. is one of the craziest things, and now this you is know. like this is like some Juana man shit, bro. Well, like, well, I can't wait till ESPN does a three for thirty on this. So, <laughs> so I, I saw a theory earlier today that ESPN did all this on purpose so they can have a thirty for thirty on this particular and just brill their brand even more. And I was like, nobody will take the PR hit of looking as bad as ESPN looks right now, just so they can pump up their own product for a thirty-one hour and thirty well, minute how documentary. How good was that thirty thirty B when it released? Oh, pretty damn good. They will interview the coach from behind bars. You know what I'm saying? Like, they go ahead and some of the players go, sixty-year-old man, fifty-four towards they see how they feel. I was playing football. Yeah, yeah. Like, it felt good to be back out the field. Oh, it was my dream. Yo, they're... playing against a kid that could be my son. It's like, yeah, can you exactly. imagine being the coach when you go to jail? Like, oh, what'd you do? Oh, fraud. Are you that dumbass coach? Like, <laughs> You got your team killed. You got killed by high schoolers, bro. Like, come on, son. I mean, and I wonder how their other opponent feels. I wonder if IMG comes out and, and sues them. I think that's the. First of IMG should be at fault with this too. Like, you guys went on. You guys played a team you have no idea about. Yeah, like, that's you a, yeah. Because you can't tell me, like, IMG, you were one of the biggest names, premier, premier high school footballs in yeah. all of sports in the entire in the world, probably because kids come from other countries to play for you. Uh, they guys, do absolutely to move on to the next round. Oh yeah, and. You don't know the other team you're playing. I'm, I'm like, sure feel, parents of IMG are pissed right now. It's like when you're if you're a top ten ranked school, like ranking wise, like you know all your opponents. Like if, when mm-hmm. you're Oak Hill, you know who you're playing against. Like right. you don't no no random teams don't come in. Like where are they at? Now yeah. we're not playing them. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, they're not worth our time. And I know? feel like if it's a big enough school where you travel, because like they're high school kids, so it's not like these kids are traveling mm-hmm. to every game. So if you're a poly, like okay, I'll travel to go play. Bishop Gorman in Vegas, and like it, it's schools that we know before we travel. Check the IG for the pages, like yeah, <laughs> exactly. This is a new right, world, like, bro, like, yeah, it's like, hey, why we am I Twitter all this? Why stuff? else starting starting center got like eight kids? And yeah. like, <laughs> all these tats. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask you this: You brought up uh, the movie Accepted. Yes. Do you remember the name of the school? South Harmon. No, because it, it was an abbreviation for. It something. was an acronym. acronym. Do you remember that? I forgot. It was South Harmon Institute of Technology. No, yeah, shit. the shitheads. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was a football team. Veterans of Hospital <laughs> in North Hills represent. I just want to see. I just want to see if you remember. He was that, shot. I remember yeah, it. I, was just, I, I forgot. It. I remember that one. Well, it's it's crazy because uh, that happened this weekend, and I just got back from Chicago this past weekend. This nigga stay flying. <laughs> hey, mask on. Santa's hey, as You fucking should. So I get there and I get picked up by uh, my Chicago parents. Mm-hmm. I loved it. When I get picked up. They're like, traffic's really bad on Lakeshore Drive. Like, that's close to Soldier Field. So I'm like, why is it so bad? And they're like, oh, Kanye is doing a three-day concert event for his new album. So I was like, okay, like, that's cool. So you went to Donda, the premiere party. I sure did not. I sure did not. I'm telling everybody you did. I know. (laughs) That's a lie. (laughs) You say you were in the house chilling. Yeah, right. That's a lie, because I would have taken pictures for real. He was was holding uh, Kim's veil as she was walking towards Kanye (laughs) on the stage. Well, okay, so before, like, the album, the new Kanye album, Donda, come out on Sunday. Before I even get to what you guys think of the album, the whole experience was just different. One, he built, like, replicated his house that he grew, childhood home, had that, like, done at Soldier Field, which is a big deal when you do NFL Stadium. Mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian did show up in a bride outfit. A uh, lot of backlash that Marilyn Manson was there yep. with all the allegations he has on sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you also had... Um, the most vaccinated people in one place, allegedly, because really? Kanye made it a requirement that you had to be vaccinated to go to any of his shows. Huh. So as of right okay. now, when you go to like a baseball game or anything like that, they don't they don't say they don't you have to be. Yeah. yeah, thank you. You're not required to be vaccinated. So that was pretty interesting. But we got a 27 track playlist. Woo. The al- the album is an hour and a half. Hour and 
42 minutes. Hour and four. And when I thought about it, I was like, oh, that's not that long. And I was like, wait a minute. That's, that's, that's almost two hours. That's a I long was, time. I was like, that's a long album because it's like, if you have 10 tracks, three minutes a piece, that's 30 minutes. Yeah. You're telling me I got another hour, like, another hour went, of this? Yeah. I went through the entire album. Front okay. To back. So, so, Victor, give me your thoughts on the new Kanye album. As long as fuck. <laughs> Second, my phone said, I was like, because I, I, was, I was on the fifth track and I was like, I was doing something at work. So I had it playing, but I was listening to it because I was, I was focusing on it. But I was texting somebody about the song. I'm like, oh, bro, like this shit, like it's, high, like it's pretty good so far. Like, bro, it's 27 songs. Like, wait, what? I went <laughs> back to go look. I was like, oh shit, this shit is 20. I was like, I'm number four. I was like, when I, when I finished it, I thought because some of the, it's, it's part twos of some of the songs. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I thought I was just repeating it. I was like, oh, it's on. I I, I didn't restart it. Like I'm restart it. I'm gonna put it on is order. I'm not gonna put it on shuffle. I wanted to hear. That's it. Right. that's why I did. The I first time I did. So every like, time I listen to it, for, for the first time. for someone yeah. like when they're like when I know it was a production value, like if it was like a regular rap shit, like I'll probably just play on shuffle. But when I know it was like a, a good producer behind it, like a second producer, I play it in its, its entirety because usually they, their songs usually carry over to the other one. Right. And that whole thing was it. There was a few songs I I really did like. I really enjoyed, but like it was just hard because like it's a first time try. So I don't know. So yeah. Like, I got I got this to do three more times. But like I know. Yeah. I'm not. That's Listen. my thing. I have to give something a few spins before I can actually give an actual you know review. I've only listened to like eight or nine tracks because like to you guys' point, twenty seven. That's, that's a lot of songs. I got that much time. Yeah. And it already getting nine, ten tracks in, a couple of them started sounding somewhat the same. Yeah. So after, a while, after yeah. and that's all I wasn't even halfway through at that point. It was like piano, like or like either a piano yes. key or an organ. Right. Definitely that church vibe. Which really, is fine. Released it on a Sunday. But you just can't do it too much, you know. And yeah. maybe it, maybe you get there's a healthier mix later on in the album, I'm not sure. I don't I can't say that I dislike what I've heard yet. Yeah. It's gotten a little redundant so far from the tracks that I have heard. But there's a few to your point that I did like. So mm-hmm. I can't tell you the name of it, but I know for sure I like, well, like three or four songs. Yeah. So the one I like, the ones I like is Hurricane. So here's also the biggest thing I gave you is like, you know, when I listen to Spotify, he doesn't put anyone who's featured on there, so, which I'm not a fan of. Which is, so the thing is, a lot of rappers have been doing that recently. Yeah, I've it's noticed been, that. It's been a new yeah. thing they're doing now because they know people are going to jump to songs. And I, I was, I was, I know some, most of these rappers are on it. I could tell by how they, they came on. I was like, oh, that's such and such. But some of them I was kind of confused. And the song with like the Jamaican person in the beginning of it, I like that one. Mm-hmm. That one was pretty good. Well, so like my favorite ones was like, I like Hurricane. I think that was the one with The Baby and The Weeknd. Yes. Jonah was really good. I like that one. 24 was pretty good. Um, 24 is good. I do remember tw- that one. That tw- one's good. 24 is good. And then Lord, I Need You. Like, Somebody's that's like, Kim Kardashian. Like, yeah. that's everything he's rapping about is Kim Kardashian. No, it was definitely, like, he's definitely going for, he's basing all of his stuff with God, which is fine. That's, that's, what, that's what he wants to do. Yeah. But just, I, think, I think it's a mixture of a lot of stuff. Like, he names it after his mom. Which is, that's why I wanted to give it, that's why I wanted to give this thing, like, these two, three more listens. Because you know his heart he, is, like, super this is deep something, into it. I've, I've always said, the second his mom died, that was everything, everything changed, changed for him. Even, it's funny, even on the song Put On with, with Jeezy, mm-hmm. he says he, like, I lost one of those best. And like when his mom passed away, that's when all of his ape shit went crazy. Mm-hmm, right. She was like, he said like, that's the only person that knows me best. And that's it. That's true. Like when yeah. your mom passes away, like there's no way anyone can tell you shit. And I think it's so, it's so interesting because it took him so long. And that's why when we saw him in Atlanta and at that Donda event, which I didn't go to, but he had like all that. And then it was like, Oh, I'm standing, I'm standing in the Mercedes Benz stadium or where the Falcon stadium is. And I'm standing in this room. I'm not coming out. They does this three day thing in Chicago, which is basically just like a listening party. It's what it was, Demo yeah. reel. Basically. I think he put so much emphasis on it because he knew how much it meant to him, like with his mom. So with Kanye, like the example I always, you know, give mm-hmm. is how many times you have to go back and listen to him. 
So for me, My Beautiful Twisted Dark Fantasies is one of my probably top three favorite Kanye albums for me. Mm-hmm. And like Hell of a Life, because mm-hmm. you have so many songs where it's like, like Victor said, you skip to. Right. So on that album, when you hear all the lights and you're like, oh shit, this Rihanna, this, 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 it's like, I'm listening to that song. You have all his singles. But then it's like, oh, I didn't even like listen to like most of the album. Right. I think with Kanye, since he does put so much work into it, it's like you do have to listen to it and see what he's really trying to get across. Mm-hmm. So the opening song where it's just one woman saying Donda, 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 Donda over and Dude, over and over again. You don't know how I was, I'm not, I kid you not, when that shit started, because it said Donda, I was like, all right, let's go. Donda, Donda. I was like, when, it, when he finished it, my first thought was, I literally stopped, I was like, this nigga really had a fucking intro with the same fucking thing repeating. And I was like, and the worst part is, you know how much fucking money he gets played whenever that shit fucking spins? Yep. Yeah. And I, I told someone's like, I was like, um, is it any good? I was like, someone was like, it's no clubs. I was like, yes, there is. Because I was like, we were like, some DJ is going to take that. Or Do probably a mash up some Kanye yeah. is going to take that shit himself. Yeah. Mash up the Donda part. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to take away other songs, speed up the fucking beat. And drop it, and then he's like, "I guarantee you, he might straight up change it next week." That, How many times did he change "Life of Pablo"? Like eighteen times. Also, you understand, like people, like, like when it comes to music, like these motherfuckers make some of them make hundreds of songs. Like, yeah, like right. obviously, like, like people like Kanye, like the Chris Brown, the Jay Z's, like as many songs they release, they have ten times. That right. you've never heard that yeah. they can't even release for fucking clearance reasons, or they right. want to release. It for or me. it's just like, hey, you know, what? I don't sound as good, and like borrow it. Like we talked a couple months, episodes ago about like Usher, mm-hmm. where just a friend, like he me, he did the yeah. remake of that, mm-hmm. but then he's like, eh, I don't really need to put this on there, and then it's like, oh, Mario, like yeah, you pick this up. I think with Kanye, it's like you, it's Sunday, and it's coming off for Sunday. two days, so it's like you gotta li- give it a listen well, a couple hit, times. He hit sixty fucking million. Views like uh, when spins. you promote it so yeah. much, and we talked about. He really didn't promote it though. Like he no, but you like knew not. everyone knew it was coming. Oh, it's yeah. been like most highly anticipated albums. Yeah. It's Except like for, uh, it's almost like detox. Yeah, you know? well, that that was my other thing. It's like I like I think you and I were talking about this, Victor. When I listen to Life of Pablo, I don't think there's any more song that represents how I feel than Old Kanye. It's like yeah, that's yeah. what I want to listen to. And I think right. with this one, it's like every album of Kanye tells something different. Mm-hmm. Everything, and I think this one is like. Okay, I'm a father. I'm going through a divorce. I still got to make music. I miss my mom like crazy. I miss my mom like crazy. Don't forget, like, when he had his whole, like, weight issue thing, like, Mm -hmm. and he has the weight of the world. So I was like, look, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt of what he's doing musically. Mm -hmm. And I want to, like, give it a chance to actually sit down and really listen to. Because I was on a plan. I was like, okay, I like this song, Skip. Okay, I like this song, Skip. Oh, let me run that one back. I kind of liked it. Okay, who was on that one? I think that was the other thing, too. It's, you talk about Life of Pablo. I remember when he debuted Wolves. Mm-hmm. On SNL, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like this song will be the, like the shit. And then when the album came out, you're like, "Wait a minute! This don't sound like nothing no, like what right. I heard." Completely different. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing I will give him credit for is like some of his beats. I think Kanye has that. I'm not gonna say mom mentality, but it's definitely like you need to bring out your best when I'm producing for you. So oh, no. every well, every well, feature, Kobe told him that. Are you the same beast and different? Are you same animal, different beast? Yeah, I so, forget which album it was, but Big Sean said I worked on this one of his albums for like. It was released like a year later than it was supposed to be because Kanye said, I don't like the way you sounded. Do it again. Yeah. Do it oh, again. That's what, yeah. Do it again. Do and, it again. But every feature on there, I think, was like, oh, that person's rapping their best or yeah. singing oh, no, their that's best because they, they know on Kanye. But that's why, you know, I know if we're going to talk about Soulja Boy or what he's been saying. Oh, we got to that. We'll get to that next. We'll get to that next. you know, he has a certain standard he holds you to. And if he don't feel like you held up to it, you ain't going to make the cut. Well, it's like, funny that you bring up Soulja Boy because there's like a big thing about like, you know, the whole rumors of him and Kim's divorce, which. Are they divorced? Because she showed up and wore a wedding dress. But then it's like, oh, now Jay-Z 
KB with Cool Kanye again, and Jay Z right. was on they the were jail. Always cool. They were always cool. And then like uh, Jay Z had a feature, but it was like, was Jay Z's feature like better than this person? And then when Soldier Boy leaked his feature, I was like, bro, it was terrible. This is also, like this trash. Like but it's all, but also realize who we're talking about. Why would Kanye want him on his album anyway? No, right. It's number one. Kanye puts because he put people on there that like, you know, like Fabio Fourier, know who that is. It's a rapper from New York. Oh, no, but no, no, but it's but not no. people that we don't know. It's no. people that we know yeah. who are trash. The biggest but thing. If he, but imagine if Soldier would have gave him because anybody he Soldier could write a thirty bar. Any rapper could probably do that. No. He just did not because yeah. Soldier does have some bars that he's had fit in the past. Like recently, I heard some of his newer songs. Like not all of them are good. Some of them are fucking antics. But like. Kanye was probably like he probably, Kanye was probably like yo let me see what he has, maybe Soldier will give me something that like because obviously he wouldn't just tell you about nothing like, like sure yeah but like well, Soldier no. like I give think... me something I think you might work for this one and you got that shit he probably like delete that right yeah, now. exactly but, I think with Kanye like he even said when he does albums with features I take the biggest people who are out at that time right when he does uh, the graduation album and he does live good with like T Pain mm-hmm. he's like T Pain was the biggest artist at the time he does drive slow with Paul Wall. Like, Paul Wall was the biggest rapper at that time. So he's like, no, I'm taking you, you, and you. So that way, I remember, I think he said, like, when you go back in time, you'll see, like, who was the biggest artist. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a time capsule at the same time. The, like, uh, Little Baby's on there, right? Like, Little Baby. Little and, baby, like, yeah. he's like, like Little Baby right now is, oh, like, it's huge. Yeah, he's probably, like, the biggest one. And it's like, well, I'm not going to go with Drake. Who and The Weeknd came on, coming off a hot yeah. Grammy snub. So he's Boom. one of the so like, people right that's now. That's what he does. He's like, I know you can do well. I'm going to produce a song with you, for you. And I'm gonna put it on my album so I can take like that. And then when people go back and look and be like, oh, damn, this was a really good song with this feature. Like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot about this. So I, I gotta go back and listen to it. I think a lot of people gotta go back and listen to it. It's, like, it's, gonna, it's gonna take you months. Yeah. It's gonna, It'll take, it's gonna take a yeah. while. And, and, and the biggest question, too, it's like, what do you think he gets from releasing this album? Like, is it happiness? Is it just like, oh my God, I'm he'll so glad be, I got that in my chest. He'll never be happy. And no. I think that's... If you are to several in a sense, in, yes. a, no, in a sense of like, he'll, he'll be happy. Like he has his kids. He has his, like, his career. But like, he's missing something. That's his mom. Right. He'll never be able to complete that. Well, well, I don't think... I think the way... I just think some things you just can't replace. In sense, like, no. I just think he'll always have that void that he knows. Like he'll be, he'll, he'll be content... But he was always, I think also because the fashion, the way when she passed away, yeah, it, it wasn't public. like she like yeah. it was naturally public. passed. And yeah, like, it was like accidents and shit like that. Yeah. Like it's different. Like it's always always like it's different when someone passes. Like you know, like like oh, there's gone. But like you knew, like all right, my brain can get ready for like I have like my grandfather died like a year ago, but he had cancer. So like we were like all right, we know what's happening. Like, it right. was it wasn't the question of it. Right. It wasn't like. Next day, Ari's gone. Like, oh shit, what is like? Yeah. So it's like that, but like when someone passes unexpectedly, it hurts. It, it but hurts. then I think the biggest thing too, like, we'll never know about this. Like, or like anytime soon, it's like, what was his marriage? Well, no, how what, podcasting? What, <laughs> what was what was his marriage like to Kim Kardashian? I think it lasted longer than I thought it would. I'll tell you that. It, I mean, three well, kids. Yeah, a lot you, you ever see Get Out? That's what it was. <laughs> well, I mean, but then do you look? Do you try to stay with? I'm not saying him specifically, but if you lose your mom. And they all like they all say like men marry women that are like their mom. Does he try to lean on her for like emotional support? And Which it, you it gets, still can if you're separated. But by then the if way. you're Kim, like it's still draining. It's like yeah, but I, there's still an element. I didn't watch any of their reality show, but little clips pop up here and there. It seems like they still genuinely cared about each other when they were going through their breakup. She recognized that he had his his issues that he had to deal with. They mentioned they have kids together. So there's still, like, love there, even though they're not together anymore, which I think is actually mature on both of their parts to actually operate that way. 
So for people to think, oh, it's a problem, or like, oh, why is Kim out there? Are they bad together? It's like, no, they're not bad together. But I do think it's mm-hmm. almost like symbolism to a degree. It's you know, I am to a certain degree connected to you forever. This is like a lifelong marriage, even if right. we legally are no longer. They might still be married right now. I don't know if they're divorced officially yet. But when it's, it's like still, shoot, it's still a business for them. Correct. Yeah, well, it's a business, and there's and it's also personal because of the children and the, and the family and all that. It's like when she shows with the wedding dress, and then the song "Lord, I Need You." It's like still it's like okay like I see what you're doing but right. I I'm never gonna put my mind to try to figure out what he's mind. going on because yeah because whatever he has going he's on, wired completely differently and yeah he's diagnosed and that, with like actual yeah he's actually bipolar and illness. yeah yeah which yeah. I think kind of to a certain degree aids his musical genius too you know oh, yeah because yeah, yeah, you can find a way to twist whatever personal tragedy or things that you had into a very artistic fashion that well, many others can't well also look up Victor if you could I believe Kanye's a Gemini. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and I think when you look I feel up, like he's said that in a song or two. Yeah, because yeah. like when you look up like some famous musicians, there's a lot that are Gemini's, and yeah. it's like, okay, you got that, that split. <laughs> there's two of you. I don't take offense to that as a Gemini. But I was gonna say, like, I knew I was looking at you, like, mm, I think you are too, <laughs> but I want to say anything. Uh, but no, right. I like I'm gonna give it another listen and just kind of see yeah, have how to. I feel. And again, like it could not even be another listen; it could be like another two or three. Right. Um, and at, at some point, I got to listen to the entire album all the way through. Yeah, I haven't even done that yet. Yeah. So it's <laughs> about a couple, a two or three well, times. Well, I think what we'll do too is like at some point it'd be interesting if we could all sit down, definitely and, not, and come up with a track like a, a favorite rankings. Kanye oh. album favorite rankings. I think. Oh yeah, I can do that. My I think my top three right now would have to be you know. God, Dropout, Graduation, Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, Easy those three. Those, those three. three. And, and I would probably put Twisted Fantasy ahead of Graduation. I would fluctuate, but College Dropout is number one. But even me. like Late Registration, I thought was pretty good. Late Registration was and also good. I'm, I'm taking Jesus and just throwing it I, as far as I can. Yeah. Like that was. I don't know what, what is that, this. I don't know what that was. Get out of here. Get out of here. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like shout out to Kanye. We'll, we'll all listen to it. And like Victor said, um, the big thing is Friday, September 3rd, right? Uh, Certified Lover by. Listen, Drake is about to release. He's about to drop. First of all, I love him dropping it on Friday because I know I'm hearing it all weekend. And, <laughs> and I, I just, I, I'm looking forward to all the new captions he's gonna bring out. When he said, "I don't miss," and I definitely don't miss you, I was like, "Oh my god, that's cold. That's, that's, that's cold, bro. I never miss, and I don't miss you." Like, whew. Oh, so that's gonna be your new. Your I'm, new not, line. I'm not. I'm not posting that. Well, I'm gonna say that shit though. And I'd be like, <laughs> you get a tattoo, huh? You wanna get a tattoo of that? Well, I like when Drake made some news over the weekend because he posted the what was it emojis? It's the emojis. Right? Um, are they emojis or bit like oh. bit emojis? Yeah, is that what it is? Those Technically, are, those are emojis. Whatever they are, Drake posted that with all these different ethnicity of women. Uh, pregnant and surf, such light skin shit, bro. Yeah, I mean, really, it's like <laughs> such a light skin. That, so you bro. said Kanye got how many streams? 60, 60, 60 million 60 million already 60 million, yeah. Drake you think Drake gets Oh Drake right? has the record so far He has like 100 and something million He's gonna get a lot of that I mean So the difference is I think Drake is gonna Drake is gonna fucking I think I don't I don't argue Cause Drake has fucking deals With like Apple and shit like that So they're probably gonna Backdate some fucking data And make it a little higher and, yeah. But the only thing is The difference is Will Drake If Drake puts Those three songs on From the scary hours And he puts them on they get counted towards his streams. Okay, so he's taking that mixtape that already has if, like a huge stream. I feel like that wouldn't lot, be fair, a, but a lot, a lot of rappers do that. Like they they'll drop a song that's like epically big. Now if it's streamed for if it's like ten million streams, they put it on their albums five months later. 
those streams count towards the album. I want to see if Kendrick comes out with his album because, like, not this Friday, I don't think. No, 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 no. no, no, no. But no. like, I feel, I feel like the but Kanye soon-ish. soonish. I think Kanye's gonna be like that church, like hearing my thoughts, bearing my soul, like boom, boom, boom. And then you got Drake, who's like, the hey, this the new club shit, like right. all this stuff. The and then, then Kendrick smack over there with some reality and like, like right. intellect, Kendrick, reality, yeah. all that stuff. Because Kendrick, Kendrick, what Kendrick drop is gonna fucking shut shit down. Because I know he's gonna have an album because when he's, he's playing a concert in Vegas, like think day and night. But it specifically says on the concert he is performing only these albums, and I was like, "There's no fucking way he is coming out performing and not having the album come out." And yeah, this is all like this is so funny because it's all like breadcrumbs. Like, right. oh, who knows when Donda's coming out? And then it's like it's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, who know, like Certified Lover Boys? But it's like, oh, okay, we all know they're dropping an album soon, and they, they're all gonna like smash records. They, also, people forget like when they're in the studio, like these fools like see each other in the studios all the time. That's how a lot of these some of the biggest songs we've ever heard. Happen off accidents like somebody walking in the studio like oh you're here so you're like, ayo hop on the song real quick for me like it oh, always yeah, happens that's like how those collabs yeah. happen a lot of collabs happen off some random shit like and then like but then these people these are mega superstars so they all have friends like oh yeah I'm in the studio right now like oh shit I'm coming out like I'm thinking next year probably like, they, they they say small things to each other that we don't know oh about. no right. it's I think uh, I didn't realize until after he passed away Eddie Van Halen. Like how he did the guitar solo for Beat It. Oh, yeah. Like Michael Absolutely. Jackson was just walking out of the studio and Eddie Van Halen was like, oh, hey, Michael. And they started talking. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm doing this. And then he's like, oh, well, let me look at the music sheet. And Michael gave him the music mm-hmm. sheet. He's like, do you mind if I mess with the guitar solo? And Michael's like, go for it. And he rearranges. He ripped it up. Yeah, he rearranges. That's the, yeah, it yeah. is the That's most awesome. recognizable guitar solo in music history. <laughs> yeah, but that all started because they walked out of the same studio. Right. That's how it happens. Like, it also remember, all these things are all in the same city. They're in New York. They're in Atlanta. LA. Yeah. I'm sorry. Houston. And in, uh, Houston in there. Houston, Houston and uh, maybe Miami. Nashville. Because uh, Nashville's big. Yeah. Very big because a lot of um, studios, a lot of companies are headquarters out there. Mm-hmm. So that's why. Yeah. So, like, first of all, oh, side damn, note, you know, all the, yeah, I love my all shit. the players. Did huh? you guys know that Nelly had a new album out? Yeah, country album. I'm well aware. Bro, when <laughs> I was on, when I, I said I'm well high, aware. High horse. When I, like I was it. on Spotify and it said Nelly had a new album, I was like, what the fuck? And then, bro, I pushed play, I, put, I walked away, it was so play. I thought I hit play on the wrong playlist because I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" And I was like, "I was like, why is this listening to country music right now?" I was like, "I was like, oh, I must have hit Nelly's play name like for the whole shuffle and not his album." I was like, "Oh, they're probably mixing some country shit to it because of how he did that, that bullshit he does." And then I was like, <laughs> "That bullshit he does." <laughs> like, I mean, he is from St. Louis. Like, yeah, he did, his bullshit. first hit was called "Country, country Grammar" or something yeah, like. It wasn't called "Country Music," nigga. Like, but if you even listen to like the way he sounds and his twang, yeah. you, it's not that far off. Like, right. if, uh, if there was any rapper that you would say I could see him doing a country album, wouldn't he be like the one of the first ones yeah. you would think of? You know, I mean, I think Andre Three Thousand might be able to do it. Just cause Andre can do whatever he wants. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, like absolutely. he might just be like, you know what? I'm do this. Andre, whatever the hell he wants. I, I could. I turned it. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me right now. I was like, this nigga made a fucking country album. It was like, dude, and he got all kinds of country albums, like it's features. Funny, like, like it's like, I get it's a smart move. Rap, you're not necessarily done in rap, but like you're not just like not your time. He's not what he was, you know. No. So nothing about to, that is like you don't rap out what these kids rap about anymore. Like, you know well, what I, I think it's not like that, but then but like, you can switch to country. Then you but but that and also my point too. They don't give a fuck about is like. Nelly also has like some sexual assault stuff against him. Yeah. Like we country music, but like, come on, boy, like mm. who cares? No, it's funny because like he played at this like at this state fair in like o- in Oregon because I had a homegirl that was a photographer. She was up there for it, and then like it was weird. Like there was like a shooting one day. Like next day he was performing. I was like, 
Now he's performing at a fucking state fair, and now that he has a fucking call like, oh, that's why that fucking state fair. He's, hey, doing, he's doing, doing the rounds. Mm-hmm. It's all about that, and it's again, it's different than when like we were talking about this the other day. It's different now when you have people releasing stuff where you can just be like, all right, I got like scary hours. I got these three things I worked on. Boom, just upload them to Spotify or Apple Music. It's not like a hey, my album comes out this day. Make sure you go to Target, Walmart, Best Buy, Circuit City, Records. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you go. Make sure you go. Wherever music is sold. Wherever music is sold. Now it's just like wherever you stream. That's why niggas are like, I'm like, people are still buying physical. People still love physical albums. Yeah. Well, I love how vinyl's coming back. I do like that. So vinyls are coming back. They're 100 coming back. I know that for sure because like I'm probably buying vinyl. I'm like, first of all, where the fuck are you gonna play a CD at? That's the hard part. Right? That's the fight that, part. Does your thing have a, a CD no, disc drive? No, what we record on does not have a CD disc drive. And when someone's like, get my CD, I'm like, first of all, oh, if you don't get that oh, bullshit. Listen, I'm not going to lie. Before the past, I'd be like, oh, nah, bro. Now I'm like, nigga, I got a CD player. Like, for legit, <laughs> legit. Nice. I don't got a CD player. And that's what I understand. Like, why are you spending more money to, like, record on CD and then pass them out and charging people when you legit for free be like, yo, bro, here's my business yeah, card. here's a card. And just go yeah. to my website or go to my, here's my Spotify page. Here's right? my Spotify. Here's my Apple Music. Here's my Instagram. Here's my Twitter. Give me some feedback. Like, what are your songs? How like, much your small little USB drive for like that are like ten megabytes? You trying to sell me a USB for one? Hey, I'm gonna delete that shit right out there and be like, I, I got free have, memory space. You might have a virus on. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll take it to work and plug it in there. <laughs> hey, let me buy your computer real quick. Yeah. But yeah, there's that, there's that whole. I remember I was in Santa Monica like maybe a year ago. Something was trying to give me a CD. I was like, I looked at him. I was like, Yeah, you're fucking mine. Damn, who's hustling like, in the pandemic? No, bro. <laughs> it was but still. I was like, He's like bro, bro, what is it? 1996? Yeah. I, I, like, hey, I was like, I know you ain't serious, right? Now. <laughs> I was like, I like so, but there's no fucking way I think you're So CD, it's bro. actually funny because I was at someone's house recently who had vinyls, and the one thing I love about it is just how much you can judge people. Oh, what they have? Like what they have? Like really? You bought this? <laughs> if it's like someone's greatest hits or like a classic album, you're like, all right, cool. But then if someone's spending a lot of money for something, you're like, for real, mm. did you really need Oops, I Did It Again by Britney Spears? Like, you just had to spend <laughs> like $25 for that. I don't understand it, but I, they're the coming back. Fool, like, fucking street. Yeah, yeah exactly. Violence definitely making a, a big comeback because people will understand. That's what happens with everything. Like, people, I saw some rapper was selling um, his song, his, his album on cassettes. Really? But like it was like, but it's for this rapper, his kid, the people he has was like they're like fifteen year olds. So like to them is like, oh, oh my god, they're trying name? to be hip and indie and cool and retro, whatever That's the so hell you want to call it. I'd be like, like, here's an album, also, here's a is, floppy disk. Like, but, yeah. but, but with that kind of stuff is like, if this rapper becomes bigger, well, that become a collector's item one day for Dang. his fans. You know, it's a collector's item. What kind? This fresh bourbon that we're sipping on today. Where'd you get this from? Uh, I got it from their website. You can check it out. Fresh Bourbon. Uh, it's the first bourbon made by African Americans that's recognized by the state of Kentucky that weren't slaves. Get that's that. What, Sponsor us. <laughs> get that. Uh, but speaking of things that might not be coming back, Ben Simmons wants out of Philly. Uh, officially. Officially wants out. Reportedly, no, he don't said. Don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. Yeah, report, so here's the crazy part. He says he wants to get out of Philly. We still don't know how much Philly's asking for, but I just love how Philly fans are like, Ben Simmons, you suck it out of here. Mm-hmm. And then when Ben Simmons is like, I want to leave, they're like, what do you mean you want to leave? Like, yeah. what did we do? So, Figs, like, what's your thoughts on this whole Ben Simmons debacle? Of yeah, all? It's yeah. Pre- it's pretty bad. We know they were shopping him in the offseason trying to trade him away, and they couldn't get any takers. Apparently, well, Minnesota wants him bad. But they couldn't take it because they wanted too much fucking shit. Yeah, the Warriors yeah. said, ha! <laughs> oh, the yeah. Warrior offer was the, was the dumbest they thing ever. They left chat real yeah. quick. <laughs> 
I mean, like, I think the best thing for him is to have a, like a new scenery. I, I, he needs to get out of Philadelphia yeah. and go somewhere else. But the problem is they have to be more realistic about where his stock is right now. Right. And it ain't that high. Because if, if, if he was that good, you wouldn't be asking for that. Yeah. You're paying him $30 plus million starting this upcoming season for a cat who was afraid to take layups because he's afraid of getting fouled and going to the free throw line. <laughs> like, like, what are we bro, doing? Like, you're too like, – come on, son. Yeah. He – Unaggressive. Didn't want. I, people were like, "Oh, he didn't compete in the Olympics because he wanted to work on his game." I've seen enough clips of him in the offseason in the last three years draining threes. threes all yeah, day. it ain't about that. I wanted to see him actually go out there and compete. And I think, I think that, he didn't play for Team Australia because he was probably going to come off the bench, and that would have been another blow to his ego, knowing that he wasn't starting for his national. Well, team. I think the biggest thing is like, how many times have we seen Lonzo in these workouts? And you're like, that doesn't really mean anything. But then when you see but him in a game, balling out now, and you see his three point percentage is coming up. Yeah. It's like. You don't need to see workout clips to see someone improve their game. Right. When you have an 82 game season. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's, I don't know if he's regressed. He just, he should, he hasn't improved. I know that. No. He's no. not even trying to shoot he's outside shots. He's a bigger, stronger player. Yeah. Yeah. And but, at his position. And then he came to the NBA, essentially the same fucking thing. No point guard can technically really guard him. He's so big. Yeah. So and he's like, I don't need to shoot. Like, no, nigga, you need to shoot, bro. Because now they're just going to back up off you and you're not like big enough and to go force you to shoot. Yeah. And exactly. on top of that, you shooting like 40% from the free throw line as a guard. Like yeah, that's embarrassing, right? That's absolutely embarrassing. They put they put you on the bench at the end of games at times in the playoffs, and you're their arguably their best player, you're, second best. You're player. supposed to be their second best player. Right. It's it's tough, and you've had more opportunities because Joel Embiid has been out a couple times. Yes, a lot. a lot. So, is it a okay? I need my own situation, and if, even if you go to Minnesota, are you well, the number you know, one guy? No, because you know, he, like who are the untouchables in Minnesota? Cat, Carl Anthony Towns. Firstly, I think he's the only one. They're not going to get rid of Anthony Edwards. They shouldn't. Yeah, not for Ben Simmons. That's for yeah. damn sure. And then yeah. D'Angelo Russell. like Russell's not untouchable, no. You think he would still be a part he of will it? Be a, he would probably have to be part of the trade, which I'm Philadelphia. Cool. I know he can shoot. Right. So it's I don't know, man. It's just crazy to me because we talked about Carson Wentz earlier. Yeah. Now with the Colts, it's crazy to think that Carson Wentz and Ben Simmons had the city of Philly just buzzing. Yeah. And like franchise player, you're good. You got the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You got the quarterback equivalent of a like solid point guard, and now both of them might no longer be so there. Really three years ago, fuck out. Yeah. Well, do you think Rich Paul waited too long? Because remember before end of season, everybody was like, "Oh, Ben Simmons gonna be out. Where's he going? Probably the Lakers." Like everybody would say, "Like probably go to the Lakers. Fuck you. Like go with LeBron. LeBron will probably tell him they need to start fucking shooting." Because I do, I do think Ben Simmons is good. It's just like how the I, he has it's something with his mind. He's got to get. Oh, it's definitely him. mental. It's definitely mental. I don't know what it is. Like, what's the shooting thing? Like, was he yelled at as a kid? Was he couldn't shoot? Because clearly we see him shoot. Yeah, I mean, my thing is like, he's yes, he's a good player and he's great defensively. What it is, he's not Magic Johnson. He's Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom wasn't a bad player, but he wasn't the spectacular superstar that people thought he would be. Ben Simmons, for me. If he doesn't improve or improves just incrementally, it's probably like a third or fourth best option on a contending championship team. So that does not mean he's a bad player, but that doesn't that he shouldn't be getting paid thirty five million dollars a year, which is the equivalent of what a superstar is being paid. Should uh, Portland trade Dame for him? No, I would try to see if I could trade CJ for him before I would trade Dame. Obviously, yeah, yeah no. if possible. So what if what if the Sixers got Dame? Would that make them a championship contender? Oh, easily. You can argue even with Ben Simmons there and his deficiencies, they're still a championship contender. So if they got Dame in there, I mean, it's it's lights out because now you got a clutch guy on the perimeter who you know can make shots, and you have that's going to take the shot. You got inside out with him and Embiid. I mean, yeah. that's I, I they're the they're one of the favorites like, in the East. You're looking at even like with blockbuster trades. I think the crazy thing is the negotiations that have to happen to get rid of them because Tyrese Maxey. 
who, like, when Ben Simmons wasn't playing well, it was like, was oh, my God, good. this rookie out of Kentucky, like, he's playing great. They're already saying that he had events scheduled by the 76ers in the city of Philadelphia that are now all been canceled because he might be part of a trade package. Mm. I think that's a big loss, too. Yeah, but I think they... The team trade thing? That, what do you, like, what do you do? I think that's the thing. It's like Daryl Morey, who's now the 76ers GM, wanted James Harden. Mm-hmm. Like, wanted to be reunited. And then the Houston general manager in front office for Houston was like, we're not trading you our best player when you just left us. Like, yeah. that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So that's why Houston didn't happen. So now you got to look, and like, as Fig said, Minnesota's the only team that's been aggressive after him. Mm-hmm. The Lakers are like, eh. The Lakers don't have anything to trade. Yeah. So the Lakers not the Lakers, we have the Lakers don't need him. He'll be a terrible fit. A, that so that, make I sense. think that's my thing. It's like, okay, what team could really use Ben Simmons? I think Portland could use him because their biggest issue has been perimeter defense, and that's what's been holding them back. So I thought, I, I thought their problem was they didn't have a big man. Um, bigs are, yeah, to a degree. I think they have enough defensive big men if they can stay healthy, namely like Nurkic or whatever. Yeah. But their perimeter defense has been the worst in the league for like the last three or but four when years. you say healthy, Nurkic hasn't been healthy. He hasn't like, been healthy. That's, that's no, the biggest thing. No, yeah. but if you, if you can actually stop people from getting into the paint, then it won't matter as much. I think yeah. Ben Simmons is so great on the, on the perimeter defensively, he would make up for so – and he's big, so he can actually go inside a little bit too. He's versatile on defensive end of the floor. I, I guess my biggest thing is, like, when you do the trade machine, mm-hmm. how many – like, what's your plus wins? Like, if you bring him to – if you bring him to Portland, Ben Simmons, do for, they go from – CJ or for CJ? If, Let's say he goes to Portland. Okay, okay let's do both scenarios. Okay, you get rid of, you get rid of Dame, right. so you bring Simmons in. They better than the eight spot. No, you, spot? my my they thing is worse. yeah. Okay, get you keep Dame, you get rid of CJ. Are they like? They're I think they're better because I think that better he's, to compete for a championship or like no, but they're a t- they're, they're a tier they're better than where they are now, which is a first round and out pretty much right. every year. I think for what his value is, great player, great defender, great ball handler, can actually pass the ball because he won't shoot. If he goes to a team like Minnesota and you surround him with with you know young talent. And guys who want to win, and that's the biggest question about Cat: Does he want to win? He's putting the effort in. They're a much better team, I think. They're not a title contender, but they're they're good. And I think he fits a role for them, absolutely. And and I think it's also tough because you're going to the West. Mm -hmm. Like, again, you're not seeing, like, a Westbrook every game. He's going to be, like, if you play Paul George, who's a good defender, like, you're not seeing him every game. Like, the point guards that you've been playing against in the East, no shade, aren't going to be as good as, like, Hey, you're going up against Luka Doncic. Like you're playing how we you have to go. Are you playing against Dame one day, followed by the Lakers, probably fucking the Suns right after. Right. Like you might have like a whole a week span. It could be like the top guards of the league. It could legit be like, hey, you're gonna play Luka Doncic in Dallas. Then you got a game against Utah against Donovan Mitchell. Then you got a game against Dame. Then you got a game like we're gonna play against the Warriors. Clay's on coming you. home to us. And then boom, it's like you're not like that's there's a no tough, breaks. There's, there's no, no breaks. breaks. We're in the East. It's like that's why everyone was like, damn, you came in like. Take Trey Young, like Kevin Herter, like you letting these dudes like That's do why that. LeBron ran the East for a reason because there was no one. Because it was terrible, exactly. And exactly. like, come on, man, like this was like every the past few years when LeBron left, it moved the Sixers stock up drastically. They're like, oh, y'all have a chance now. People like, thought they should have. Well, even mean, last season, like I was like my, my barber, he's a, he's a Philly fan. And I was like before they lost, I was like, listen, bro, this is their best chance right now. When you hear that the Nets are fucking hurt, I'm like, yo. This is their. This is literally right. their best chance of winning it right now. Right. For all we know, because that's the thing. It's like, okay, you look at the Nets. Like, they're. I think the Nets' biggest opponent is health. It's themselves. That is. It's health. It's like that's what it is. The Bucks are they going to have like a championship hangover? And then after that, 
It's kind of like, you ain't really got nobody. It's kind of like, wide open. I think the Sixers yeah. are part of that next tier, even if Ben is still there, which he doesn't want to be at this point. So it it makes it more difficult. It's easier when the team says, we want to trade a guy and we can look on the market. When the player says, I want out, and everybody knows that he wants out. Now there's even more of a depressed market for him. Yeah. And now at, at this point in the season or the offseason, everybody's getting ready to go to camp in a month. When he, when what he, are the moves that are going to be made right now? When he said in that report, I'm not reporting to camp, yeah. now the biggest question is like, then what you going to do? Exactly. Like, who really wants Sit to Sit home and stay and get fined, I guess. Yeah, but it's, it's interesting that we all bring up this. You know, we all have the same mindset. Not only is Ben Simmons, but Tyrese Maxey, who I mentioned, is also a Rich Paul he is. client, yeah, part of Clutch guy. Sports. So – Rich Paul was in the news a couple weeks ago where he was sued by Nerlens Noel. Uh, Nerlens Noel reportedly rejected a four-year, $70 million contract from the Mavs in 2017. He signs a qualifying offer with uh, Dallas. Then he uh, goes for minimum contracts with the Thunder, modest deal with the Knicks. But over those four years, he only made roughly around $13 million. So I guess my question is, with all these players, like, yeah, it's feast or famine, it feels like. Is Rich Paul good? Like, is Rich Paul good for the NBA? Is he good for his clients? I think he's been great for the NBA. Well, he's been great for the NBA players. NBA like, for who, the, though? Like, the players that he's, been, he's got on his roster right now. Like, he don't just listen. These players are obviously, Nerez is the only one that's came out so far, at least, that we know of. Right. But the rest of them don't fucking say a single word about him. No one's complained. All everyone's complained about Rich Paul has been, not the NBA, but other agents, because they're fucking mad that he's taking all their fucking players. Yeah. Which, I can get you on that. And because he is black doing this, let's not lie to ourselves. I mean, there, I think there's a lot of the big, big power brokers. And I think also because he has LeBron. Because the way I think the way the style that he has LeBron, like obviously LeBron signed with CAA first, and then he made Rich Paul get hired by them. Like, yo, you hired him, work with you. And then after what three, four years, like, are you good now? We leave him, I'm going with him. But I guess we got to look at the whole clutch roster because it's like, okay, he's got LeBron. He has he, Draymond. He's retiring in a couple years. Draymond's not young. Ben Simmons has lost all his value. AD. AD like that's he a just signed Zach Levine today. Okay, that's a young guy. That's a huge. That's a huge deal. Yeah, and now, so, now you're asking like Lonzo, right? I think he has Le- Lonzo. Yeah, he Lonzo, Lonzo signed with him. When I uh, when I was in Chicago, I made jokes about like when is when is Levine coming to the Lakers? Yeah, but I guess it's like <laughs> well, as there he, you go as he builds his roster. I wonder if this is his signature moment for Rich Paul. Like yeah. you got this huge lawsuit uh, for someone who says you cost them money. And then how you handle this Ben Simmons trade, I think is going to say a lot yeah. about the future of Rich Paul. You know, Thanks. I think and this happens a lot with agents, especially super agents. Their lesser clients feel like they're being left in the dust for the, for the big guys. So that does happen. But ultimately, I mean, even talking to a former pro athletes about this very topic, they just say, look, ultimately it lies with you. You're the one that left $70 million on the table. Right. So, I mean. You, you agree to that deal. Yeah. So you, you take that money. So I, I realize you got some bad advice. But ultimately, he probably was thinking like you. Yeah, and in fact, look, if I put myself in Nerland's shoes at that time, he's probably 20 or 21, whatever he would, it would have been at the time. You, you trust the agent and listen to the agent. I get it, but I also get the other side saying, trust your gut. I got $72 million in the hand. It's the bird in the hand, two in the bush situation. You know what I mean? So take the 72, and if you're good enough, you can build off of that four years from now and get some more money. I think so ultimately that, the decision, Rich works for you. It's not the other way around. Yeah, and if we look at his roster, you got LeBron, big name, AD, Draymond, Simmons, as we said, Eric Bledsoe's moving around a lot. John Wall, who has gotten a bag. <laughs> like, he's got a lot of money. Uh, DeJounte Murray with the Spurs, he's injured a couple. Uh, KCP, Miles Bridges, new college student, J.R. Smith. 
Lonzo, and then you got Tristan Thompson. So okay. most of those players have gotten actually really good. They've contracts. gotten paid pretty. Yeah, it's, I'm wondering if like they're they got big contracts, but I'm wondering here who can like get another second contract. And he's gonna sign more people. Definitely, yeah, more DeAndre, guys. Are... Um, yeah, yeah, Murray. I think he'll get another contract. KCP is actually one of the biggest ones that he's gotten personally. Oh, yeah. Because he went from a one year fucking like a ten. He was making to one year, year twenty million with the Lakers uh, his first year with the Lakers. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like he he changed. He like that was like. But that was good, LeBron. That was, yeah, that he was, was there planting seeds to get LeBron. They were, they were here. That's to what get that LeBron was. That's what that was about. But, but I just think, smart on both their parts, which was a great. Business. Yeah, it got KCP paid and it got LeBron to come to and his second biggest media guys, market. And yeah. then you guys made millions off of it. Yeah, so I mean, it sucks, and I'm sure there's there's two sides to every story when it comes to Nerlens and Rich Paul. But overall, I think Rich Paul, Rich Paul is doing a, a hell of a it, job. You said it best. Listen, and the days like if like, all the time athletes like I went broke why because my my accountant to my money. What was your money? Yeah, exactly. Why and didn't you manage it Ultimately, better? the buck ends with, starts and ends with you. Like, yeah. I get it. They took advantage of you, but it's still your position to look what you're doing. Yeah. And I think at the time, listen, when Rich Paul probably, I heard Rich Paul said, like, listen, bro, I think you're, I think you're worth more money. He could have said, you know what? I think you're right. I'm going to take this one still. Right. right. Rich Paul probably been like, all right. We'll work out a deal where you're after we become a free agent after the second or third year. Yeah, right. And this happens. I remember, and this is just a personal, I remember from Jarrett Weaver, he was a Scott Boris client with the Angels. And in the 11th hour, before he was going to be kicked off, like basically, and go back into the draft for the next year, he told Scott, no, I'm signing the deal. This is what they offered. I don't care if it's below market value. This is what I want. Yeah. So like I said, the player tells the agent. It's not the other way around. The agent All, works for you. Yeah, the yeah. agent advises you and tells you what they think. But you trust, like you said, you trust their judgment. But yeah. like, if you feel like you don't want to walk away from that, then don't walk. Yeah, Honestly, stop I, the I, I would have signed that motherfucker immediately. I would too. 72 million? <laughs> I'll put the loan up. Like, yeah. the blood too, nigga. I, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's the guarantee? Yeah, yeah sign that, sign I that. Sign that. Uh, but I want to get to, I guess we're calling this segment Airport Shenanigans. We'll think about that. We'll, we'll think about a name, but for right now, it's just all the stuff that's been going on in airports since people have been able to fly more. Mm-hmm. And we got our top airline. Spirit Airlines just always up to no you, good. We should, we should play a game. Let's all just go to the airport and hop on a Spirit flight. See what happens. Ooh, you, <laughs> ooh, you, do, you, you, you thinking, bro? Because I don't want to do that. Um, a woman was arrested. Well, excuse me. A woman was removed from a plane mm-hmm. after she lit a cigarette on the tarmac. Oh my uh, God. There was a plane that landed. So they, were, they were like getting ready to depart. No, no, they landed. This bitch could. Oh my God. So she uh, was a woman who lands at Fort Lauderdale, and while they are waiting to park at their gate. She lit a cigarette. Uh, her name is Patrice Trenova. That's such a, that's such a fucking spirit. Uh, there was a woman, Patrice Trenova, who filmed the woman. Uh, the woman's name has not been released. Uh, she told the flight attendant that she was not smoking. And, of course, they looked in her cup. And what did they find? A cigarette. Of course. So two Broward uh, sheriffs had to come in and remove her from the plane. I'm going to start with this one. And then she said, and she said, I just had a really long day. So, Victor, go I'm for it. I'm definitely going to start with this one. Okay, Listen, go for it. As a former cigarette smoker, I can attest to this. There is nothing more fucking disgusting than smoking cigarettes. And I used to, I tell you for a fact, I used to hate it. All right? I know I did it, but I did it. Whatever. But to smoke inside of a fucking building is already disgusting because it's like it's so stuffy in there. And it's wild to think motherfuckers were smoking on planes before. Oh, yeah. Like, and, it's, we're, and we're talking not that, like, relatively speaking, like, what, 35, maybe 40 years ago? Mm-hmm. They, saw, they outlawed this Probably shit? Probably like the 70s or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is barely, like, this is... 
people were alive who could say they smoke a fucking cig on the fucking plane. Like, you know what kind of animal you have to be <laughs> to to fucking be on a flight and be like, you know what I need right now? I need a fucking cigarette. But the thing that gets me is like, what's the what's the one thing everyone knows when you fly a plane? You do not smoke. Don't smoke. You, yeah. Like they tell you multiple times and they have signs. They have the no smoking sign. Yeah, yeah. and then you which go in the like, bathroom and they got signs. It's which is more because people because because the fucking vapes start coming and people are going to fucking well, they but need like, to get rid of that shit too. But still, but like the fact that like like, bitch, you couldn't. First of all, can you, Curtis? I'll tell you right now, Curtis. If I was sitting next to someone and we 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 just landed from God knows where the fuck come from fucking Puerto Rico from going to Fort Lauderdale, <laughs> but like imagine you just like you land and you're just like, ah, oh, we're here, like ah, thank God. Imagine your person like somebody on that plane was like. Spirit is fucking terrible. But, <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Someone probably said, You take a spirit? That's a bad idea, bro. Right. They, they land like, I'm going to tell that fool. I, told, I knew he was like, I'm going to tell Curtis, like, ah, you wrong, nigga. Fuck you. Like, you, had, you had your phone out, ready to text. I was ready, ready to text you, like, I just landed, bro. What's good? And the bitch next me, like, a fucking cigarette. Right. And I'll be like, You are fucking kidding me. I think the thing that gets me is like, You couldn't wait. Like you legit couldn't wait. Yeah. Why did you have to do it there? We park the, We park. You get your stuff. You get out. You walk outside, and then you like one up. That's all. Of what? Fifteen minutes tops. Right. And your response was, "I had a long day, bitch. You about to be walking somewhere now? Like you out of your fucking mm-hmm. and 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 we're on a plane where we're all wearing masks. Right. So while you smoke, like that shit's now all up in my mask. I can't even like, no, like do anything about nothing, it. There's nothing more annoying than fucking cigarette smoke because like, that shit's fucking. Annoying. Smell is fucking stained. It's the worst. It's it gets in your clothes. clothes. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I really, I don't, I, because also people understand, like, if you're, imagine they're sitting in fucking AB and you're in fucking C7 and then, like, you're sitting there, all you see, you land and you see fucking smoke. Mm-hmm. You're going to freak the fuck out. Like, it's a fucking fire. Something's on fire. Yeah. It's right. a, or it's, a, imagine somebody said, oh my God, there's a fucking bomb on the plane. The whole entire plane gets the fuck up in your Well, race. imagine if you get on the plane. After that flight deplanes, and, and you smell- sit down, and you're like, "Wait, why does it smell like cigarettes in here?" No, it smell, it smell like smoke to you. It just smell like, like is this smoke. And you guys have like, "Oh no, smoke with C." Like, what do you mean? First of all, I a cigarette. What? Yeah, it makes no sense. Because <laughs> we, but the only thing is, only on fucking spirit that shit would happen. Like, why? Like, that's so. Like, it is like that's such a fucking. You're how FAA is like pretty much saying they're done with the shenanigans. They should nah, said, I don't like, think they are. Wait, no, they're, they're done with no, them. No, but like, I think like what they're doing to them now. Like, so I think it's very unjust what they're, what they're doing. I get it. so they're they're talking about levying some of the heaviest fines I've ever heard in my life. Right, they like, should. I'm talking, mm-hmm. I'm talking like they're saying they will fine people a hundred thousand dollars, which is like, bro, just throw them in fucking jail. Because yeah, like, no, I mean, people like, can't afford that. Like, like the you're average, not, if you're fucking on, especially if you're on spirit, spirit, yeah, please. Like, but if you're on spirit, like if they take you to court, you might not be able to afford that. Exactly. Yeah. It, it says on it. They tell you there's no smoking in the cabin. There's no smoking in the laboratory. Right there's no all. smoking on a plane. On the air, you don't smoke inside. You're no smoking. Just inside in general, right? There's no yeah. smoking indoors in probably almost nowhere left in the country. Right, and you can't even smoke like in the airports. Right. Like, I don't even think there's right. like an airport Dude, left where it's like a smoking section. I was smoke, I was we were smoking a cigarette, but we were in, we were in Philly. We were going to visit Chase in Rhode Island in the middle of fucking winter. And I could not fucking play. I was like, I was like, yo, I want a cigarette. We have layovers. So we'll fucking smoke a cigarette. And we asked him, like, yo, where we go? Oh, you get to go outside. What you do? Like, what you do? Good. I was like, okay. And he's like, but nigga, it was like 31 degrees outside. That's how bad mm-hmm. the issue was. I was like, yeah, we're going to do this right now. And we, went, <laughs> bro, we went outside. I was like, he's like, how was it? Like, bro, it's cold. Like, cold. I wore shorts to work today. I was like, go fuck yourself, okay? <laughs> fucking freezing. Well, like, I wasn't going to be on the plane. Like, you know what? I had a long day. 
I said, I'm going like, to yeah. fucking wait. Yeah, because like, you should be on, like, love, heavy stuff should happen to you. I do want to get to this story. It comes out of uh, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Michigan parents were sued mm-hmm. for throwing away their son's porn collection. Oh, no. A, How, a, US, a U.S. district judge agreed with the son, and the parents now must pay $30,000 for pornography. So, there was, <laughs> there was a guy. His name is David Working. Uh, he's 43 years old. He got divorced. He had to move back in with his parents. And while he moved there, his parents threw away his porn collection. The parents must also pay $14,500 to their son's attorney. And then, quote, this is a quote from the dad in an email to his son. Frankly, David, I did you a big favor getting rid of all that stuff. End quote. So, this is crazy to me. Like, you first... <laughs> This makes you laugh so much. First of all, that you have $30,000 worth of porn Thank you, in your right? so, possession so not, in 2021. It's 15 k because the lawyers get all that fucking money. No, in no but that's an additional oh, addition. 14. So they owe the, $30,000 in addition to $14,000. Yeah. I don't like lawyers because that motherfucker took that case on that bullshit. And, and the lawyers going to get paid, a kid is not. That's so foul. What do you mean? What kid? The son, I mean. The He's son. not going to get paid. Well, he's getting thirty grand he's out getting of it. 30, 30 grand for some porno. What if, what, yeah. if, what if the parents just file bankruptcy and that's it? Why would you sue your parents? Because you and why would you sue them over porn? Because you clearly it's why you divorced. Okay, here's my biggest. Thing. First of all, okay, okay, facts. But my thing is like this: if you have thirty thousand dollars worth of porn in your collection, number one, what were you doing with it? Right. Two, if you got if you're he's forty one years old, the guy who sued his parents, forty one, you can afford a, a storage unit. Right. Let me put this here. Why am I bringing that into my parents' house at 41? Or did he just leave it there when he moved out with his wife? And he's like, oh, I'll, I'll come back and grab it. One you know. day. Yeah, well, it's what like, were what you are we... doing with it, though? Unless it was, was it like some valuable Playboys or something in there with like Bruh. some, some, some See, supermodel? See, that'd be different. See, now, if they were like, oh, like it was like certain magazines. Limited like, edition. Those, those things do hold monetary value. But, but, how, do you, but how do you know that? Right, because basically all the insur- or the court, they just go off of what he told them. I, there, I guess there's no way of actually tracking well, down listen, exactly what was in there. If you have that much porn, you got a picture of it, probably. You motherfucking freak, bro. First of all, can you can you imagine being those parents and like, oh, being no, I can't. Like, I, I would just look at him like, David, I did you a fucking favor. But my biggest thing is this: if I'm a parent and I'm like, okay, my son moves back in with me, I I'm not like I, he has a collection. Oh, it's baseball cards. Probably not gonna throw away. Oh, it's like. DVDs, but I'm not going to throw away, just in case. Game console. Right. Nintendo 64, not Nintendo 64, Super Nintendo. Yeah. But if, too. if your dad walks in and goes, why is there all this porn in my house See, like, after you just got divorced? Like, no, this might be a bigger problem. Let me help you. Let me throw it away. These judges are out of control, bro. How, how is the judge control? For fucking awarding that shit. Like, see, look, if it was baseball cards, understandable. Right. Anything else, understandable. Well, you can't just, you can't break it down that simply and itemize it. It's just a principle of these are items that belong to him and you, you threw them away without his consent. Jerry, remember on that? Like, okay, we're, okay, guys, we're here today about the case of Smith versus whatever over the porn. Like, I mean, it's, it's Smith like, versus Smith. It's his own kid's brand. Like, would you sue your parents? I think that's my biggest thing, too. It's like, hey, mom, hey, dad, I'm suing you because you threw away my porn while I was living in your house. This dude's no. probably crying about it. If you probably. have $30,000 worth of porn, like... That's I'm, the problem. And you're in Michigan, you can like, find someplace to live. Like, I don't want to know, but I'm like, bro, you know it's free on YouTube. Like, you yeah, know, it's on, all over the place. All over the internet. On YouTube. I mean, I mean what, hey, you, what, you, what you watching? Black YouTube. But, uh, Whoa! But, like, <laughs> it's right. like, bro, like, you can subscribe to all those websites 
for for free. By for, the way, no, you could no, you could pay for the free content, the paid content shit. Yeah, like you could subscribe to for that much fucking money, bro. Like that is wild. You could have signed up. What was the the lifetime membership for Pornhub last year? So like, during the like pandemic, a, it was, it was like a hundred bucks or something. I think it was like three hundred dollars, and you got lifetime porn. Uh, Dude, you could pay for so many with OnlyFans, like. Yeah, especially since OnlyFans is going back to allowing 100 percent mean, do so whatever you I, want. No? So, my so that's is, not even guaranteed yet. Like, so I, well, I know it's in discussion. So basically, what that is, like, they're saying, "Hey, we won't take off table." But like, what they're trying to do is they're trying to fucking stay with their with their fans. But the basically, they're like, "No niggas." Yeah, they're, they're trying you're to. Gonna, you're gonna fucking do it, or we're not, we're not giving you. Money. You gonna alienate somebody? You can't hedge Someone's, in between. Something's gonna change. Like, right. you're, not, you're not putting sex. Well, on well, not not only that, but then it's like my biggest thing is what happens to the porn now, mm. like. It, it's gone. So oh, the physical porn that's been yeah. <laughs> like, is it now like oh my god? Like, there's some dude who read this story and was like, okay, where do you live? Okay, you threw it away there. And what okay. garbage? Where? Where is it? What <laughs> yeah. compost heap is it, this in? This place should be in a fucking landfill. And then my thing yeah. is like, did he have it in the protective like ziploc bag? Oh, right. Was it air like, tight? There's so many like, questions I have about was there, this. Was there merchandise with this? Was this all DVDs? Was like what? What are we talking about? Like, but was see, it like collector's edition? But show? I think the biggest thing that this story has now is there's. Every husband in America is like, no, babe, we can't throw it this porn. Yep. This free money right here, babe. Mm-hmm. We can't throw this away. This limited edition, I don't know, Pam Anderson Playboy no, magazine. See, like, shit like this, like, <laughs> these type of cases set precedent for this shit like this. Like, that means, like, now, like, what if somebody, some kid was like, their laptop got stolen, like, oh, it's my laptop with porn on it. Oh, that bro was there. Like, guess what? You getting sued now. Like, this I is... mean, it's it's too much for me. This yeah. story was just so wild. Like, nigga, go outside and fucking date someone, bro. Like, fuck. They can't go outside. It's been a pandemic. Nigga, what? what he what, got he got divorced. Hey, hey, nigga, this is little. Let's put some future on and fucking get get right. I would I would say you jerk off one, but you can't. Anymore. Is, oh so. my god! <laughs> <laughs> like whack without get back out there, bro. But you can't. Hey, you know what? Just listen to Dom. Also, like I want to ask him, like, yeah. I want to ask him, like, so what was your favorite? Like, I want to know what was so valuable. I'm also, yeah, what was, was it? Was it? Was it? Was it what category? Was it BBB only? Was it what they fucking did? Well, I mean, if it's, 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 if it's vintage, it's like, what were you into? Like, you know what I'm saying? Was this a wild shit? Was and it's oh, like it had to be vintage if it's it like if it's all in a box shit? under his bed or wherever it was. You know, you know I mean? like, like it's just like, this case over the like something like I want him on the podcast. I want that. Will be hey, we're gonna make sure his hands are sanitized before no, he comes on this be, podcast. No, he'll be on Zoom for sure. Don't come in his house. Do not come in his house, bro. Yo, yo, oh, don't don't come in his house. I like. I see what you did there, Victor. I see what you did there. Yeah, he's like, hey, I gotta use the bathroom. You can go downstairs, play yeah. some grass like down that, there. Bro, you go outside. Yeah. Like, you go, keep your hands up. Hey, we don't, we don't know you like that. Um, I did like that story, but this is my favorite story of the week, just because of how quickly it escalated and how quickly it got resolved. Mike Richards, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know the backstory of Mike Richards and Jeopardy. He was fired from Jeopardy and Will of Fortune. And look, I understand it's pandemic. I understand people have lost their jobs. Yeah, but. No, I don't feel sorry for this dude at all. So, like, so the stuff that he did, I mean, yeah. Okay, first of all, the fact that he did the stuff that he did, we'll get to in a minute. But the fact that you're the executive producer, you got everyone all excited about these people guest hosting. They come on, you build a buzz, and, and after that, yourself. you're like, and the streets oh, by wanted, the, way. the streets wanted LeVar. Yeah, and the no, streets no. called for it. And the thing about LeVar that hurts me, LeVar Burton, is they did him dirty because yeah. he was the only host, I believe, who was on during the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So they kept moving his time slot, right. and it's like, oh, okay, 
Mm-hmm. All right, we see what you're doing. Seen this movie before. Yep. But then oh, when you go back, when you go back and read the report about what he did, he never should have been the position he was in the first place. Mm-hmm. So he fumbled a bag. Yep. He messed up. And you know what? I'm not really mad. Not sad. Yeah. Not sorry. I'm not mad. I was watching the host. Like I've been, I've been watching Jeffrey for the hosting stuff. I'm like, who's gonna be the host? Like this kind of because it's weird. Because like we're gonna be parties. Like this is gonna be your next person. Hopefully they have next fucking for a whole lifetime. Because obviously when Alex leaving is like. I didn't watch it all the time, but like Alex, that's Jeopardy. It was like just comforting to know that's, that Alex was that's there. That's Jeopardy. Know? It's like yeah. it's like for Will of Fortune, it's Pat Sajak and um Vanna Vanna White. Yeah. But it's like I was like I told my grandma I was like when they replace those two, like that's gonna be a fucking spectacle. Yeah, it is. Because like Vanna White alone, like whoever they pick for that's gonna be a fucking spectacle. Do they even pick a woman? Why not have the woman host? See what I'm saying? Like back when when the show came out, like it's like it's like male host, pretty blonde to touch the don't, board. Don't say like, a fucking word. Touch the fucking screen. It's gonna turn by itself. Exactly. Like how misogynistic. Really like she makes like twenty million dollars a year to walk around dress, and touch. Yeah, her dresses are one 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 time uses. They go into like a fucking warehouse somewhere. That's crazy to me. So I mean, but, but also like she became. Oh yeah, that. absolutely. Yeah. She yeah. became part of the show. And then Pat right. Sajak is like that's the, that's the dude. Like, well, it's just right. like like I haven't watched. Uh, uh, what's the uh, Price is Right since Bob Barker oh, left? Drew Carey. I know Drew Carey's there and he's fine, but it's not the same. No. I'm also never home for that stuff. So like I'm never gonna watch There's it. That, that, but that, it, that it, part it's, too. It's, it's watched a lot by so many people across the country. Like Alex Trebek it's is on such a big deal. It's on the gaming network. Alex yeah. Trebek is such a big was such a big deal on Jeopardy. I didn't realize there was a host before him. Yeah, there was. There was. And mm-hmm. I had no idea just because you always it's so synonymous to think about that. So right. um, whoever they pick, I hope it is a diverse pick. I hope that we have a host nah, that... But this new world is going to be celebrity color. I mean, it wasn't when they just did it, but again, well, it's like... First of all, well, wait, who, consider who was picking. Yeah, first of all, when they found out... Because I remember when he was on, I was like, who the fuck is this dude? Like, oh, he's a producer. I was like, all right, he's not going to be the host. Yeah. Like, everyone was like, yeah. well, I'm about to pick the host. And they actually, he's the host. Like, and they found... And it's like, bro, like, you think we weren't going to find out you're part of the committee right, to right. pick a host and you the host? And you pick you. Because mm-hmm. that's like, bro, like, it's clear you were always going to be the host. This shit was just fucking gimmicks. Right. Like it was a ratings thing. Yeah. Which was smart, I guess, but like you got found out, bro. Like, come on, son. You can't like it's stupid. Like people think like, bro, this is twenty what's twenty twenty one now? Mm-hmm. Like, bro, like niggas will leak shit and they'll find out shit right. immediately. Yeah. And before, like back in the day, before Twitter, like news would spread as fast. With Twitter, one fucking Instantly. tweet, boom, you're fucking you're trending. Facts. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Facts. Well, before we get out of here, uh, I just want to again this new fresh bourbon. Uh, if y'all listening, you can go to their website, freshbourbon.com. Uh, it's authentic. Offer code. Two niggas on the couch. <laughs> I'll play it. Don't, I'll play don't it. type that in because it definitely will not work. Uh, but you guys got to try this out. Uh, it's, it's really good bourbon, really good, really smooth bourbon. So everything you like with Kentucky bourbon, check it out. Uh, Victor. That's not whiskey? No. Oh. It's whiskey bourbon, but it's bourbon. But we'll get into that conversation later because I know it's going to be a loud yeah. argument. Uh, but, Victor, where can people <laughs> find you and where can they find the show? Well, you guys can find the show at the Eros Podcast. That's T-H-E-E-R-O-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's on Twitter and IG. You can always find me living my best life, living outside at V-I-C underscore gw 4 os and 3Ds. That's on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Figs, where can people find you? Find me on Twitter. That's where I am mostly, at KFig1. Also on Instagram, at KFIGG. Uh, you can find me until I update it. You can find me <laughs> at Twitter, at Curtis Sheehan. 
Uh, that's all lowercase, all in word. And then at Instagram, you can find me at Chillin' with Curtis. That's Chillin' with no G. Uh, make sure you add me on there. Make sure you add all of us on there. Make sure you share the podcast, like, download, subscribe. Wherever you get your streaming services from, mm-hmm. make sure you mm-hmm. listen. After uh, Donda, put us on. Yeah, and then put like make sure you look out for our social clips on YouTube as well. We'll see you guys soon. But until then, Victor, what should people do? Wear a fucking mask.